Oh my God, you just don't get it. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. My partner, my, the people close to me, they don't get my mental health. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Are you ready? Let's do this. Have you ever found yourself basically stomping your foot, throwing your arms down by your side and saying, oh, you just don't get it. Living with mental health struggles and being around people who are neurotypical or don't have the same struggles as us can be challenging. And I've talked on this before, but it was brought up again today and I have new thoughts about this that I want to present to you. This is going to be a little polarizing. So if you were here for like a hoorah, Jacqueline's on your side type episode, Know that I've got you and I have your best interest in mind, but this is a bit of a tough love and perspective challenging type episode. So if you're not in the place for that, I always like to give that (laughs) heads up. I want more than anything to challenge this narrative that you have. No one gets me. No one understands And worse yet, the people who are supposed to love me the most, right? My significant other, my family members, my friends, they don't get it. They just do not fucking get it. And I'm sick of it, right? It's exhausting trying to teach them about my mental health, trying to get them to understand. And we end up in essentially full-on tantrum mode, Because we're so frustrated and so exhausted trying to explain it to them for the umpteenth time and we're not making any progress. So rather than focus on the thing that we have no control over, which is their level of understanding, right? We can educate, we can practice patience and all that stuff. We can, you know, try to find a book for them to read tell them to listen to Jacqueline's podcast so they can try to understand. But the thing that we're missing, and this is going to be hard for you to wrap your head around, is empathy. I want you to have empathy for your loved ones because they don't get it, because they don't live with it. And their experiences when it comes to mental health are significantly, vastly different than yours. So have empathy, right? When you want to shake them, just grab them by the shoulders and shake them and go, why can't you understand? Love me, support me, fucking get it. And they don't. And you're ripping your hair out trying to make them Tap into this place of empathy. 
go to this place that says, I'm going to put myself in their shoes for a second. I wonder what that's like to be neurotypical, trying to love and support someone with mental health issues. What must that be like for them? Trying to love me. This was a game changer in all of my relationships. You know, I'm, I'm uh, yell it from the rooftop, very open about my mental health. And it's helped my relationships come a long way. But what changed and what made the biggest impact in my relationships was when I was able to finally stop metaphorically grabbing them by the shoulders, shaking them, saying, understand, get it. And coming to terms with the fact that this loved one of mine has never had anxiety or depression. And I hope that they never will. And therefore, they will never understand to the level that I'm asking them to. And so I'm setting them up to fail. Because I'm saying, get it, right? Understand. Think about it this way. Someone describes jumping out of a plane, right? They have pack on their parachute and they go up with the professionals and they jump out of a plane and, you know, they pull the parachute and they're f- flying through the sky and they're just living their best life and they get down on the ground and they go about their life and a week later you run into this person and they're like, Jacqueline, guess what I just did? And I'm like, what? I jumped out of a plane last weekend and it was awesome. It was the most exhilarating rush of my life. It was like, you're absolutely weightless and it's so freeing and terrifying at the same time. And right, they're going into this big description of what it was like. And because I've never jumped out of a plane, I've never experienced it firsthand, nor do I want to, P.S. Because I've never experienced it firsthand, I can only imagine at what that would be like, right? I'm just like, yeah, wow, that sounds cool. And they're like, no, man, it was life changing. Like, I figured out so much about myself and like, don't you get it? And I'm like, not really, right? I don't, I... I hear what you're saying, the words you're saying make sense, but I can't really fully grasp or understand because I have not done it and I haven't experienced it. And even if I had, we could have had vastly different experiences, right? So even if I had jumped out of a plane and I was listening to them talk about it, For me, I might not have opened my eyes the entire way down because I was too scared. And for them, they don't think they blinked because they didn't want to miss a thing. I might have screamed the whole way and they were like, woo, yeah, you know, it could have looked totally different. And so this is what we have to remember because sometimes people come to me and they're like, what do you do when you experience this symptom of anxiety? And I go, I never experienced that. That wasn't, you know, a part of my symptomology. These are the things I experienced and here's how I coped. I can't teach on something that I have not experienced as far as a person-to-person level outside of my therapy office, right? I can't share experience or advice on something that I haven't experienced. 
And that's what we're trying to do. That is why you're so frustrated. You're saying, get it, understand, and they can't. So have empathy. It's more than just being patient and waiting for them to come around. It's you being willing to go, okay, the thing that I'm asking for you, from you, is for empathy, right? That's essentially what we're saying. I want you to understand. I want you to be able to kind of get what it's like to be in my shoes and live with these mental health issues. That's what we're asking for. But why aren't we then willing to do the opposite? Why aren't they, we then willing to say, I know you haven't lived this and it is impossible for you to understand? That type of empathy and understanding is going to get you way farther in your relationships than you could have ever imagined when it comes to speaking about your mental health because you release this expectation from them that they are bad or wrong for not understanding your mental health and you rather free them to support you in a way that they know how based on the understanding and awareness they do have you know that old 90s song that's like, and we meet in the middle. Okay, I don't have the rhythm or the melody or the tune at all, but I think it's, I don't know what it is. I'm not even going to put a guess at who I think sings that song because I'll probably epically fail, but meet your partner or your loved ones in the middle. Stop asking them to come all the way to full understanding When you haven't been willing to empathize and understand from their perspective. Your empathy toward your loved one is only going to improve the situation and the conversations moving forward. I promise you. I hope you apply this to your life and your relationships and find it beneficial. If you loved this episode, you know it means the world to me when you share it, especially on your Instagram stories and tag me at the anxious therapist so I can love on you and support you through this journey. You guys are my absolute favorite. I love you and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.